0: You see, we need to understand that when we follow something or someone, that means we do, or we do whatever they really want for us. You know, we we play a game, you know, Simon says, or we play, you may have a kid, you know, or brother or sister who mocks you, and it gets in your last nerves. You know, everything you do, you know, they say or they do, but it's just like us with Christ. We need to imitate, him. we need to become like him. We need to see exactly what that means in our lives. And we want to look at one, two parts of the scripture actually, but we want to look at Luke chapter 9. And this is what Jesus is saying. And he said to all, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow me. So what he is saying is that if anyone would come after me, if anyone follows me, let him deny himself. What does deny mean? Hmm? Reject. Don't follow your own desires. Deny yourself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Now, how many of you got a cross in your room? Anyone got a cross in their room? That you have a cross that you carry around? I mean, I'm talking about like a literal cross. Not like a cross as in like you have a chain with a cross. But I mean like a literal cross. That you carry around you daily. Anyone have that? No one does that, right? But there are some people that do that. There's a guy in the States who goes around and carries his cross every way he goes. And that's, you know, he's taking it literally. But here it is. It's take up his cross daily and follow me. What does the cross represent? Anyone know? What does is, what is cross represent? Salvation. What happened on the cross? People died, right? People died. Cross is a representation of death. So we need to understand that as we look at this verse saying that we deny ourselves, we take up the cross daily and follow Christ. We deny, we, we say, you know what? I'm going to die to myself. I'm going to put myself on the side and I'm going to follow Christ daily. Notice the key to this. Because we have to understand that this isn't a one-time thing. Now, let me make it very clear what I'm saying. Is. I'm not saying that you need to accept Christ 50 times or 100 times during your life or you can lose your salvation. No, I'm not saying that at all. But what happens to us is that we have a flesh that we need to die to daily. You see, our flesh wants nothing more than for us to follow our worldly desires. You see, in ourselves, all we want to do is follow the patterns of the world. We want to do whatever the world says is cool. We want to do whatever the world says is the thing to do. That's why we need to die to ourselves daily, and follow Christ. Follow what it is he wants us to do. You see, I think too many times we think that we can do this on our own. We think the Christian life is a life that I can, I can do what I want. You know what? I, I can accept Christ whenever I want to. You know, I'm going to live my life the way I want right now, and when I get old, I'm going to give my life to Christ. The reality is it doesn't work that way. But we need to understand that this is a daily process for even us in this room who call ourselves believers. We need to recognize that this is a daily thing for us. That we have to die to ourselves. Constantly. Let me ask a question. How many of you had to learn or study a book on how to sin? Anyone? Sin, 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 not sin. Sin. How many of you had to get like sin 101? Like the basics of sin. Let me show you how to sin. No one had to do that, right? Because we're born in sin. We're born in sin. We're born in a sinful nature. And so that means that we have to die to ourselves daily. Because you know what? Their sin nature is raging on in us every day. And we need to put it to death. We need to die. Whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. You see, we can try our best. And there are there are different denominations who will tell you, you know what? You can work for your salvation. You know, I can do this, and I can earn favor with God. I can go to church. I can read my Bible, and I can do all those things. And those things are very good. But the reality is that none of those things in itself save you. None. In fact, there are some people in this room who have got baptized, and you want me to tell you what? That doesn't mean a thing unless you know Christ is your Savior. You see, we need to recognize that what he is saying is that, look, you need to understand that you cannot save your own life. But whoever loses his life, basically is saying, you know what? You are signing a contract to say, you know what? Whatever that Christ wants for me to do, I'm going to do whether it means to die. You see, the relationship with Christ isn't a thing that we take lightly. It isn't something that we just say wake up one morning and be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do my best today and do what I can do. No. It's a serious relationship we're talking about. Verse 25. For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses or forfeits himself? And some versions say forfeits his soul. What does it matter if I have every friend I've ever wanted? I have everything in the world. I have this coolest car, whatever it is. I have everything in the world I wanted, But you know what? I don't want nothing to do with Christ. I have all the riches of the world. Everything. To the world, I look like the elite. I look like the best because I have everything the world has to offer. But yet, my soul is far from God. I have nothing. I have given, I have sold my life to the world. I've given the world my best. I've said, you know what, world? I'm going to be accepted in your world and the culture. And I don't care about Christ. You see, what does it matter if we have everything in life, but we don't have Christ? It means nothing. Because only Christ brings eternal salvation. Only Christ brings things that are eternal You see, all these things that we have in this world that we put so much emphasis in, they're going to pass away. They're going to be nothing to us. And you know, for some of us, we want everything that's new in the market. We want to get the brand new, whatever it is. And you know what ends up happening? They grow old. You know why? Because they're worldly things. They're earthly things. They're not eternal. You see, there's no one in this room who hasn't the first-generation iPhone or the first-generation Samsung Galaxy because you know what those things are now obsolete you can't do anything with them now you see the only thing that's eternally grounded for us is our relationship with Christ what he did for us which means for each one of us who call ourselves Born again is that we need to die to ourselves. And one of those verses that tells us is Galatians 2.20. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. You see, each one of us in this room tonight, if we know Christ is our Savior... Not that we come to church, not that we've been baptized, not all these things, but we have a genuine relationship with Christ, we need to understand one thing. We have been crucified with Christ, and it's no longer who I live, but it's Christ who lives in me. So the question for each one of us in this room tonight is, what are people seeing in our lives? Do they see Christ in me when I go out in my daily life, when when I go into places that People, do they see Christ? And I'm not talking about a picture of Christ or nothing like that. But do they see a person that is respectful? Do they see a person who portrays a good person? Or do they see someone who basically lives like the world? You see, it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. In the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. You see, we need to understand one thing tonight. It's just like in a marriage. When we consider, for most cultures, that when a girl gets married to a guy, what happens? She takes on what? The last name. Most cultures. at all cultures. She takes on the last name. when we come in a relationship with Christ we take on His name, we take on His reputation. We are not no longer part of the family of this world, we are part of His family, which means that we need to live a life that is pleasing to Him. So how do we apply this? We apply this way, I must die to myself before I can live for Christ. I must die to Nicholas Rogers before I can live for Christ. Because in myself, I want nothing to do with God. Nothing. But it's only what Christ has done in me and through me. So I challenge you tonight. Have you ever accepted Christ as your Savior? Do you know for sure that you have a relationship with Christ? And for us tonight who, know our, who say, you know what? I know Christ is my Savior. I want to ask you a question. Would someone be able to see that by the way you act? Or would they have the question, ah, boy, I don't know. And I'm not talking about people in here. I don't know if I went into your school and asked them, hey, what type of person is so-and-so? Because you know what happens when we come here, right? We could act like the church kid and we could act all holier than thou and think that, oh, I go to church and I'm going to, these are my good friends. But when we're in school, we act a whole different other way. But you know what's the reality of all of that? Is that even though I may not be there or whoever may not be there, you know where is there? God himself. The person that you're representing. And he's more important than me. He's more important than any youth leader. His reputation is greater than any other reputation. So I would challenge you tonight that if you say, you know what, I don't know if I have a relationship with Christ, don't leave here tonight without knowing for sure. But I also would challenge each one of us who who knows Christ as our Savior to ask ourselves, have I truly died to myself so that Christ can live in me? Let's pray. Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace, your mercy. Father, we pray that you continue to be with us tonight. We pray that you would help us, guide us, direct us. Father, I just pray that you would help us in our small groups, that we would be transparent, that you would help us to truly see things in our lives that we need to change and that we need to talk about. We just thank you. We pray in your name, Amen.